0: Welcome back to season two of It's All in My Head. I am so excited in this season to have some amazing women join me in sharing their journey with endometriosis. I know for me, sharing my story helps me in healing so much. I hope that those who join me will feel the same way. Hi, I am so grateful to share with you a conversation I got to have with another endo warrior. This person is so special to me. Bethany is a friend, my coworker, and the person who changed my life. She's the person that asked, do you think you might have endometriosis? I am so honored she is now sharing her story with you all. Listen and share. Here is my conversation with Bethany. Hi. Hello. Hey, yeah. Can you hear me?
1: Uh, yes, I can.
0: Okay. Well, I'm so excited, but I'm nervous.
1: I'm nervous too.
0: It'll be good. It'll be good. Okay. okay so we're just going to start. So okay. I wanted to ask first off, um, how are you handling all the craziness of this going on the
1: pandemic and stuff? Um, I find my days. Yeah. Some days are better than others. Some days my kids are better than others. Yeah, it's Which, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a roller coaster. That's how I feel. Totally, I'm just like, ugh. Every yeah, day is a new it. day. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of over the homeschooling. I'm not enjoying that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Our ours just got worse
1: today because oh. they started
0: online and they sent more packets. So I felt oh. like I was having to make them do way more, and I was like, "Oh no, this yes, is good,
1: <laughs> yes." I I completely understand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, I wanted to just say thank you for coming on here and sharing your story. And I wanted to start Cheers. off. You can kind of start off wherever, but um, one kind of like when you started noticing symptoms, um, and kind of when you were diagnosed.
1: Okay. Um. So I was. I want to say I was. I'm trying to think of when I was actually diagnosed. I was in high school. I was a senior. Um, I believe it was my senior year in high school. Then the summer. Um, I think it was either towards the end of school or summer after senior year, and I had been at my grandmother's house. There had been a big room, and I had been um like. Pushing with a broom, like all the water out of her garage, helping her. And then after that, my back really was starting to hurt, but it was kind of a weird pain. It was like a dull pain, like it was like where kidneys are. Mm. Uh, and so I kind of let it go. But it didn't, I just thought it was from where I was doing that, but it didn't get better. Um, and so my mom ended up taking me to the doctor. Well, to give you a little backstory, my periods had always been bad. They had always been heavy. they had always lasted seven days. They had always, I had always had horrible cramps and starting probably junior year in high school, I had to start taking, um, my doctor prescribed me naproxen mm-hmm. for my cramps, um, which is just like prescription to leave. Um, but that would help, but I'd have to take it. I never had to take the narcotics, but, um, I did have to take something for my cramps and I would be, I remember I'd be in like homeroom in high school, just like bent over on my desk, almost in tears. My face would be blood red because my cramps would be so bad. And occasionally Ugh. I did have to go home. I did have to go home a couple times. times, um, but I just thought that was normal. Like I didn't think anything of it. Um, and this was my primary doctor that prescribed mm-hmm. that, those meds. I hadn't been to an OB yet or OB/GYN. So anyway, so, started having this pain, went to the doctor and he's like, well, you could be pregnant. And I was there with my mom. I was (laughs) like, there is no way I'm pregnant. And I like was crying. I was mad at him for even saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we came out of that doctor's appointment and he, um, he said, "I, I think, and then he also said, or it could be endometriosis. This is my primary doctor. Okay. Um, and of course I didn't know what that was. And so he referred me to an OBGYN. So then that's, I guess it was that summer I went to see the OBGYN and he did like an internal ultrasound, um, and saw that I had endo. Um, mm. and so I ended up, he told me he wanted to do surgery and then we ended up getting a second opinion from an OBGYN who was like in the same town um, to ask what he thought. And he really didn't have much to say. He was like, mm-hmm. well, kind of like he didn't want to go against what the other doctor had said. And um, so, anyway, we had surgery with this with the other doctor. I ended up that summer. So it was my summer before my freshman year in college. Okay. Um, I had. Um, an exploratory lap done um, where they just went in, basically saw that I had endo and then closed me back up. Okay. Um, and the doctor that I had was smart enough um, to know not to um, ablate them. Um, so instead of, he didn't excise them either. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He just he closed just me looked. back up. <laughs> yeah. And he told me that I had a really bad case. Um, but I mean, we didn't really know anything. This all happened really quickly. We didn't really know um what endo was. There wasn't really a whole lot about indo back then. This was mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, it was when I was it's like fifteen, eighteen years ago. Wow. This is a while ago. So we didn't know, you know, what it was. There wasn't a whole lot of research on it. So anyway, after he um did the surgery. He recommended that I go on lupron shots um, for six months um, to put me in a menopausal state so that it would heal the endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Um so um we did a little bit of research on it, but there again, there wasn't a whole lot of treatment for it. Um, so that was kind of like we felt like it was like my option because yeah. I wanted to have children. That's the other thing this doctor said. Um was, you know, that can cause infertility. If you want to have children, you need to do some type of treatment to help it. And, um, he also made the comment, I was 18, I will, I was 18. Cause I remember when I had my surgery, I had to sign my own consent and it, like tore my mom up that I was signing. <laughs> so, oh my, my gosh. Surgery. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, but yeah, I remember he made a comment like, well, you know, if you want to have kids, you might want to get on it. And I was like, uh, I'm 18. I'm not having kids anytime soon. Oh my gosh. So um, anyway, so I went to college and I started my Lupron shots while I was in college. And I was in college like two and a half hours away from home. It was in a dorm room that was not air conditioned. This is in West Virginia. So it was in August and September, which is like one of the most humid, hot times there. And so I started these Lupron shots and it put me into menopause and I was having horrible sweats, horrible night sweats, horrible like sweats throughout the whole entire day. I was just, it, it was the worst, the, the worst side effects from Lupin that I've ever had. It was awful. I was very depressed. Um, it was, it was not a good fit for me. So I did it yeah. for like maybe three or four months. I didn't make it to the six month mark. It, I just couldn't do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so that was that was a really rough time. I yeah. was really surprised that I actually made it through my freshman year in college because it was so awful. Um so and the, the actual shot was awful too. It was like they call it a horse needle. It was huge, it went in my butt. It was not pleasant at all.
0: Oh my gosh. And did you
1: have to give it to yourself? Um, or did you have I actually found a friend who knew someone that was in nursing school. And so this girl in nursing school gave it to me, which looking back, I think that's hilarious because if I was in nursing school, I would not have been wanting to give this huge <laughs> shot to someone,
0: <laughs> but oh that's, God. that's
1: who gave it to me wow. uh, most of the time. I had somebody else too, that was actually a nurse who gave it to me when I had to come mm. home one time, but yeah, so there's no way I could have given it to myself. But, um, yeah, so I did the three or four months of Lupron and, um, then I went on continuous birth control. Mm -hmm. So I went on continuous birth control at like 18, 19 years old. And I've been on continuous birth control pretty much ever since. Yeah. And then I also actually followed up with a specialist who actually came to the town where my college was, and he specialized in endo. Um, and so I followed up with him and his comment after records and my scans and everything were, Oh, well, you know, you really didn't have that bad of a case. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this is probably, this is someone who sees endo all the time. So he probably compared to most people, it wasn't that bad of a case, but to this other doctor who put me on the Lupron, he probably didn't see it. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. So looking back, I, if I had done more, if we had the research we have now, and if I knew a little more, um, I don't know if I would have done the Lupron, but I mean, I can't say for sure because it really has helped my symptoms and, um, haven't been as bad as I hear a lot of people's are. Yeah. So, and I was able to have my kids and all that. So who knows yeah. what I would do, I but <laughs> it was a bad time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. It's so hard. Um what
0: kind of like so do you think doing the lupron like you feel like and being on birth
1: control it's kind of made your symptoms kind of like stay away? Yeah, so I feel like it kind of put them at bay like my I when I did so I, I probably have a period like I've, maybe like 3 times a year mm-hmm. just because I can feel like sometimes I just feel like I'm not myself and I can feel balanced from all the birth control um yeah. so i just i'm like okay it's time to have a period but the problem is with that is that when i have a period it's not as bad usually my cramps aren't as bad and the bleeding isn't as bad but then spot so then i start mm-hmm. the birth control back and then i'll just start spotting randomly and i'll start spot for like a month or so and then like off and on and then sometimes i'll have to just have a period again and Or sometimes I have to like switch my birth control to a different one with different hormones in it. And so it's kind of annoying. It's really, yeah, actually. Um, Um, so then I got through college and did all that. And then I, um, so then, okay. So once I had my first baby and then I breastfed, um, and then I didn't go back on birth control until I was done breastfeeding. And the part like where I was breastfeeding with no birth control is like the best I've ever felt. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then um, after my second um, baby, I went back on birth control sooner because I knew I didn't definitely did not want to get pregnant. So instead of taking that time while I was like pumping and nerving, then I just went back on birth control. So I never had that yeah. feeling like, Oh, I feel really good because <laughs> the hormones really do mess up your body. Um, yes. I don't think you really realize it until you go off of it, how you, mm-hmm. how it makes you feel. Um, but then now lately I have been feeling more bloated and I've been having a lot of breakthrough bleeding with my birth control. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'll probably have to get in with someone soon and um, just Maybe I can switch my birth control, or what what I should do. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it's hard. That's going to ask you where you are at in your journey now, and I feel like that's the problem with it is it's a constant journey. It's like yeah, yeah We had, it's a band aid. Birth control is a band aid, and it can make mm-hmm. you feel okay. But I don't. I agree with you. I don't feel like I've ever felt great except when I was like. I think I would, after I had my kids, like the breastfeeding time, I don't know what it is about oh, no. that hormone,
1: but it's, it's a good feeling. <laughs> it, is. it makes you feel because, like you're like human and they, like, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel foggy. Like I've read that people feel this way. They feel like they're in a fog. Um, mm-hmm. It's not all the time, but I do have fatigue. I do have um, a fogginess, which is, it's really hard to describe, but it almost feels like your eyes it's not that you're tired it's kind of like you can't really think completely clear. clearly like there's a fog there yeah it's, it's really hard to understand it's really hard to explain um but I do feel like that sometimes um it's not every day but it's definitely there often um and so I don't know like it's just hard because with endo you don't know is it bad like is it everywhere yeah. inside of me and I just don't have the symptoms or is it not really bad at all? And I'm just making these symptoms like, you know what I mean? I've just had these symptoms because yeah. I have it. I don't know. Um, it's, it's weird. And i like to yeah. The thought of having to be on birth control for the rest of my life until I go into menopause is not fun <laughs> to think about Yeah, because those hormones aren't really good for your body either.
0: Yep. I'm, I'm in that same spot with you. Cause I feel like that with, I'm on birth control too now. And I'm like, I feel like this is almost harming me more. Mm-hmm. I may not have one symptom, but I have all these other ones now. So
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: like, I don't know. It's a battle. I know. Do you feel like you would ever go down the surgery route or do you feel like just trying to manage it the way you are right now is kind of where you
1: want to <sighs> yeah, be? Yeah. Right? I, I think I would maybe I almost want to have like an internal ultrasound again and see what they see. Um, mm-hmm. And then add. Um or if they think it's something that needs surgery, then maybe. But I think unless my symptoms if they if my symptoms get worse and um I'm at the point where like, okay, we gotta figure out what's going on, Mm -hmm. then I would. But as of now, I don't think I would want to go down that Mm -hmm. route again until I need to. Yeah,
0: I hear you. It's not it's not something light, you know? No what gives you support? Like what, um, is there anything that like supports you? Cause I know even just with, like you said, like you may not have endo or though you, you might with like the fatigue and stuff, mm-hmm. but you have something that like helps you, um, you know, during those times. Or are you like, <laughs> like I, you know, like you figure it out. You yeah. Know?
1: I, I, well, like, I feel like, like men, they don't get it. Like yeah, they they don't understand, and so I don't even try and like have <laughs> them be my support because I don't even want to like hear it. Like I, I really am not coming yeah. to, to you to fix my problems. I'm just trying to talk, talk to you, <laughs> <laughs> but it never goes that way. So anyway, um, actually, help talking to people who have endo like you at work mm-hmm. and other people that are going through it actually help to like talk it out because it's somebody who understands and knows what I'm going through rather than yeah. someone who has no clue. It's not that they don't care. It's just that they don't understand and they don't have answers or s- suggestions or anything like that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like they want to fix it, but they have no mm-hmm. clue, no clue. They can't understand. Yeah. Um, what advice do you get? Would you give to someone who thinks they might have endo or has endo? Is there any kind of advice that you would give?
1: Um, I guess just follow your gut. And if you don't feel right and you have symptoms that just are not getting better or getting worse, just keep going back to the doctor. Keep finding, keep finding, keep going until you find someone that will, you know, answer your question Research. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what I kind of wish I had done more of in the beginning when this all started, but I was too young to know, you know? Um, Yeah. But I just think doing research if they suggest treatments or they give you a diagnosis or whatever, just do research and educate yourself. Yeah. And that's great. Find, that's, a, okay. find someone else who has it and talk to them, you know, you've helped yeah, so many yeah. people at work and people are discovering like, Oh, this is what the symptom is. And, you know, it's just talking to other people and figuring it yeah. out. Being open about it. And the, I,
0: I say that like, cause I am kind of like a talker, but <laughs> I can't thank you enough because, and I'll tear up, but you changed my life Aww. because I was that lost person and had no idea and felt like I was crazy. And all you did was just say that word and I never heard it before. And it literally changed my life, it changed other lives. You know, I just, it's so powerful. That powerful, just talking and being out loud about it is so powerful and it's not always easy because they're crazy symptoms and embarrassing sometimes, but it just, it changes someone's life. Literally.
1: I had no idea that day that I was going to change your life. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea and I am so happy that I could be there for you and yeah, to help you. And I'm glad that we're there talk it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And,
1: yeah. I'm so, but I'm so happy for you that you've gotten your life back on track and you know what's going on at least, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just can't thank you enough. Aww. I just, I love that we do get this. It's like our own personal community. Cause unfortunately we keep finding people at work <laughs> that have it or may have it, but it's just, um, I don't know. I just love that support. I love, I love you as a friend, and I really do believe that um, people are brought into your life for a reason. And you were. You were because you changed my life. You know, I believe the same may thing. It may not be perfect. You know, we both have struggles and we're still, we're still have endo. It doesn't mm-hmm. go away, but we would still be going crazy. Like there's something wrong
1: with me and I don't yes. know what it is, but now at least yes, I know, you know. I know, exactly. I'm very yeah. glad. I'm yeah. so happy for you. Yeah. And I'm so, Yeah. <laughs> this podcast because it's going to help a lot of people. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I just can't thank you enough for sharing because just like you shared with me now you're sharing with others and I know there's people that are going to relate to your stories.